0: Welcome everybody to the October podcast. Circle up with the counselors. I am Lucas Mendoza,
1: Haley Fuller, Alex Stanley, and Dana Drabavi. Um, I'm going to lead us off, actually. And our topic for the month is positive intent, um, and we're we're really talking about this because we're getting ready to enter the season of gratitude, um, and. You know in the counseling office especially from our office we do a lot of communicating um and and the topics are all over the place right from college apps to um, social emotional concerns to academic good stuff and bad stuff and all in between so we have lots of types of communication so one of the things that we try to practice is positive intent and and positive intent is really just trying to think about something in a, in a positive way. So I had a beautiful reminder just today of how to practice positive intent. I was on my way to get my kiddos from school and on the way, you know, there's lots of parents going, you get cut off a lot, people are speeding, people, um, you know, it just, it's it's like, oh my gosh. And then by the time you're stopping and waiting for your kids in the car line, Um, I was hyped up. I was like, oh my gosh, my blood pressure and my heart's beating fast. Um, And I found myself kind of going, gosh, thinking really poorly, malintent of these people who are trying to just get their kids. And when I had a second, I kind of sat there and said, well, geez, how do I know? Like, maybe they have to get to a doctor's appointment or maybe they have something that just happened or they forgot their parents and there's so many things going on and maybe they just didn't get there at their normal time. Or so
0: maybe it they have a podcast to get to. What? <laughs> what? Maybe they have a
1: podcast to record. Yeah, right? They have to get home to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it was kind of shocking to me just in general, because like my blood pressure, like you could just feel yourself calming down going, oh yeah, that makes sense. I might do that if I was in a rush. And so um, that's kind of the basis um, as we move forward with um, this amazing school year that we just try to think positively of each other.
0: I like that idea just the the positive intention. I think it's it can it can get lost often and especially when we, a lot of our communications are with especially with parents are via email and that's a tough place to 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 presume positive intentions. I mean automatically it's hard to read tone or just intent in an, in an email. It's much easier in a phone conversation face to face. Um, but I, you know, I, I try to do as much as I can, you know, just assume, um, presuming positive intent when I get a message, when I get an email or, you know, written communication from somebody just because it's not easy or it's, it's easy to just kind of assume, look at all the negative stuff right away. But, you know, I think that's, that's what I try to do. And when I send a message myself, I Try and think about, well, how is this going to be interpreted? What is somebody going to think, you know, if they're just reading it? Because I know what I meant when I write it, but that doesn't always come through. So, um, yeah, I think just presuming that positive intention and written communications is helpful to keep in mind as we send messages back and forth. And, you know, uh, Mr. Shravavi hit on it really great. Uh, It's middle of October. College applications are coming up due in a couple of weeks, especially if students are interested in early action. And so messages, um, things can get lost in translation as emails fly back and forth about these last minute things that might come up. So I think that's an important place to keep that in mind, too.
1: And also yeah, and remembering too, you know there's so many ways to send written communication anymore. Um, you know, we don't really send notes back and forth like we used to on paper, but like text messaging has changed the game because everybody's very quick and shorthanded in text message. And then when you send an email, like where are you sending it from? Are you sending it from your computer where you actually have time, you know, to sit and think, or are you sending it from your car in the car line on your phone? Um, I mean, you know, all those things, I think make a difference in the tone that you interpret in an email. Um, And so, you know, it's just, it's just really important, I think in life, and especially in school communications that we just try to, to say to ourselves, this person's doing the best they can in the moment and, and you know, know that the, the same uh, the same intent is there. We, we all want to help our children or we all want to help our students. And so you know the goals, most of the time is the exact same goal. It's just we're coming at it at different ways. I think
2: for me, one of the hardest things is like knowing, um, like there's been a couple of times where I've had to keep coming back to an email throughout the day because somebody came in to talk about something or, um, you know, I needed to go do some kind of a duty for, for our jobs. And, coming back to an email four or five different times makes me have to reread it and see, you know, is what I'm trying to say to somebody, is it coming across the right way? Are they going to understand what I'm communicating since it's been, you know, an hour or two since I've, since my first thought process was going on? And how do I, how do I reflect that to let them know that, you know, like I wasn't, I'm not trying to put them off, but there's just been so many things going on that have pulled me in so many different directions that, that I'm trying to do the best that I can with the timeframe that I have available. And so trying to remember to myself too, that I have to go into things with a positive mindset about myself and what I'm doing on a regular basis as well when trying to communicate with other people.
1: I think it also down the road helps with like uh, tough conversations because you know in, in the game of life there's ups and downs and all arounds and the tough conversations happen and they should happen they're totally developmentally appropriate and necessary for our growth um, and if we are on the receiving end of a tough conversation you know if if we can learn to just say okay what can I take from this and I know that this other person. Is just trying to advocate or support or whatever it is, you know, for either student or their child, it helps that tough conversation go in the right direction. Whereas, you know, sometimes it seems like it's a power struggle, it it puts us all on the same page that we're all trying to do what's best for this particular person, student, whatever.
3: I think something that I've been trying to even just personally do, whether it's a tough conversation or not, but I think it translates into those as well is like, and I forgot where I learned this from, but instead of apologizing for something, like thanking the person for something. So if you're in a tough conversation, like, oh, or I'm so sorry for being late, or I'm sorry for not understanding your perspective, but more thank you for your flexibility, or thank you for your understanding, or thank you for your patience. So I think too, just being able to reframe, when i'm thinking negatively
1: to turn it into a positive i love that yeah that was great i love that Mm -hmm. because we all say please don't apologize right every time somebody apologizes please don't apologize so yeah that's that's awesome
0: yeah and i think i think it's helpful to keep that in mind for tough conversations because we have just ended our first quarter and so quarter reports report cards are coming out Along with parent-teacher conferences coming up in a couple of weeks, um, and I think it's helpful to to keep all of this in mind as as we begin to engage with teachers and us as counselors, just about you know how your students are doing after this first quarter, um, whether everything went well, great, or if if something didn't go well in a particular class for your student, and just how to approach that, and, and even. Uh, preparing your student to have a conversation with the teacher about how they can do better for the second quarter um, or you yourself as a parent coming in to talk with the teacher about you know, just kind of how that first quarter went and what you can do to help your student improve uh, or just stay on top of the things that are they need to do as we move into the second quarter
1: yeah and I think too you know Positive intent isn't meant to say that you can't be upset or, you know, or angry at a situation Um, in our counseling office. I mean, if I'm, if I'm upset with somebody that I'm working with, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't have the right to be upset. It just means that I, instead of thinking that, you know, it was a malintent, like somebody was trying to do something to hurt me, it's just like, oh, this person did the best they could. And it still didn't maybe meet my expectations or my um, whatever, right. It did, it just hurt my feelings, whatever it was. Um, but then the conversation becomes just a little bit easier. If, if you, if you think that way, um, it also lets you be an active listener and not a defensive listener. Um, so, you know, again, you know, positive intent isn't meant to like sweep something under the rug or hide something. It's just meant to create, um, easier communication, I think, and less stress for yourself. Right. (laughs) Right.
0: It's always the goal, trying to create less stress for ourselves. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Any other thoughts, comments, ideas?
1: Fuller, you had some good tips, solid tips for positive intent. Um, Yeah, so things that can help practice
2: positive intent, um, getting to know something about the people that you work or interact with that will humanize them. so knowing things about them will help you fall back on the connections that you have with them if something goes wrong in a conversation. Um, so, you know, things that you could ask and learn about them. Um, what kinds of books do they like to read? What are their hobbies? Who do they admire? Um, get information about pets, kids, um, you know, family members, those kinds of things, Um then practicing, like Mrs. Stanley was saying, reframing your thinking. So instead of like focusing on the negative aspects of the conversation, um, how do you change it into a positive? Thank them for sharing information with you to help you get a better understanding of the situation that they're going through or, or where their perspective is coming from so that you can try to problem solve together. Um, and then just rephrasing things. So, um, instead of saying something like, oh, I have to do all these things today. I, this is, there's so much to do. I have so many things to get done. Um, More of, I I get the opportunity to spend time with these people that I may not get to see all that often, or um, I get time to focus on making sure that my environment is set up the way that I want it to be. Um, You know, those kinds of things. How do we look for the positives, the silver, silver linings, and then thanking people, you know, just make it part of your daily regular practice to say thank you for the things that you're grateful for of other people and that they are willing to communicate with you and share information to try to move towards a common goal together.
1: Yeah, I also think this would be, we've been talking really about adults here, but oh my gosh, what a valuable conversation with teenagers, um, you know, in their interactions with peers and and educators and just life in general so you know it's great for our 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 children just because they you know they're teenagers in their own little bubble and they definitely have their own viewpoints so just to help them possibly entertain another perspective is great great and we find that like, especially in the interactions
2: that we have with your students, they, they will be so set in a negative mindset that trying to help them look for the positive pieces um, when they leave our offices after, you know, coming down because they're upset with something, they typically will say to us, I feel so much better now. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you. And it's, you know, it's kind of the thank you for making me feel heard. And like what I had to say was important.
1: Yeah. Perfect topic as we transition to the season of gratitude.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The calendar will soon be flipping to November and yeah, we'll be getting into that. I know a lot of people like to do, you know, the 30 days of gratitude through November. Um, So that's something we're going to touch on in our next episode, but yeah. Anything else? All right, so a couple of housekeeping things. Um, as it is mid-October, and like I mentioned before, it is the end of the first quarter, so uh, report cards will be coming out soon. Um, everybody will receive a report card. Um, unlike progress reports a couple weeks ago, where only certain students and families received a, a progress report, everybody will be getting a progress report for quarter one grades. So now we flip report. over into quarter two, sorry.
2: Report card, you said progress report. Oh,
0: great. Thank you for catching that. (laughs) Report (laughs) cards are coming, not progress reports. That already happened. Report cards for quarter one. So everybody's gonna get a quarter one report card. Um, And then we flip over to quarter two, where um, students, pretty much every student I've talked to in the last couple of weeks, I always ask them, do you look at your grades in power school? And everybody says yes. So um, I'm sure parents are doing that too. And the grades will be updating in the Q two column starting this next week. Tuesday of they
1: started Tuesday. That's they're right, in-
0: Tuesday they're already yep. in
1: there.
0: Yeah, so Tuesday the eleventh was the first day of quarter two. Um, so yeah, so that'll be happening. Um, Parent teacher conferences are coming up. Look for a message in the next few weeks about sign ups um, because. Uh, families will be invited to sign up for a time to meet with their students teachers so that'll be coming up and then for seniors the next couple of weeks are kind of the crunch time especially if they want to uh, apply anywhere early so that november 1st deadline is coming up in two weeks from monday the 17th so november 1st is i'm sorry lots of dates lots of times november (laughs) 1st is a tuesday so Remember, students have until 11.59 p.m. the day it is due to turn in an application, but we don't want them to wait that until that last minute. Um, just know that that's coming up. Anything else coming up in the next couple? Don't of forget,
1: weeks? senior families, don't forget Monday, we have a FAFSA presentation. Um, again, that's Monday the 17th at 6.30 in the LEAP. We will have a nice little hot chocolate bar for you guys and uh, we will go over the FAFSA and break it down step-by-step. Um, step.
3: Yeah.
2: And Open House is coming up on Sunday, November 6th. So if you know any prospective families that want to come and check out St. Joe, please invite them. It's from 1 to 3 p.m. We're excited to host new prospective families and current families and show them everything that St. Joe has to offer
0: all are welcome to attend our open house on Sunday, the 6th. We are looking forward to that. It's a great showcase for the school. All right, as we come to the end, we do our monthly, what are you thankful for? What what did you like most about the most recent month? I'll begin, Uh, earlier this week, I had the chance to go and do some service hours with some of our students. And it was great. It was an awesome experience. The students really enjoyed it. They had, it's it's fun to get them out of their comfort zones. For some students, it's it's doing something different and you know, doing some service. Uh, there were service sites at the Unity Gardens and the Food Bank in Northern Indiana, and just seeing the students being able to impact, have direct impact on their community outside of the St. Joe building. Um, was really cool to see, and I, I was really appreciative of, of the effort the students put in and, and what they got from it. Because obviously, you know, they did work to help the organizations, but at the same time, they had uh, an amazing experience and learned some things um, about their community, which I thought was really cool. Um, I go, um, go ahead. Oh,
1: go ahead. <laughs>
2: um i'm just right now i'm grateful for fall break to give me the opportunity to finish up letters of recommendation for seniors um it's been a busy time in our office last few weeks and so trying to find spare moments here and there to get those letters written have been difficult to come by so i am grateful for these next couple of days where i can have some dedicated time to getting those letters done
0: Who's next?
1: I can go. Sorry, I froze for a second. Um, I have been so grateful for the seniors, uh, really all the kids, but the seniors this past couple weeks because I just love this journey of college and or what's whatever you're doing after high school and it's I I love writing the letters of recommendation. It's such a cool. you know, culminating four year experience for me to say something nice about the kids and be able to reflect on my time with them. So I've really enjoyed um, all the panic and the chaos and the parent conversations and, and the students. And just, I just love hearing what they're, they want to do, you know, so it, it's been fantastic. And I'm looking forward to the next couple weeks as they kind of solidify their, their choices there. And I'm piggybacking on what you
3: said. I have been so grateful this past month. I have been meeting with all of my seniors, and that has been so cool to be able to put names with faces and get into a groove of meeting everybody. Um, so in this new position, I just have been really thankful this month for getting to know everyone and that group as they explore what's next. It's been fun.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for this month's episode thank you for listening and just chill until the next episode and we'll see you all next time bye everybody bye, bye. hope you're ready for the next episode hey